0: Welcome to Word to the Mother, a retrospective on 90s R&B and hip hop. Here's your host, your girl, Charlie D.
1: Welcome, welcome to my little show where 90s music rules here all day and all night. I'm your girl, a woman who's currently hiding out in her basement from her hubby and her two crazy boys. So I can talk about 90s music and all my favorite songs. And today is another good one. So let's get into it. Today's artists are two rappers who hail from the Atlanta, Georgia area and formed in 1992. They've been widely considered the best rap duo in hip hop with Rolling Stone ranking them number seven on its greatest duos of all time list. They've sold over 20 million records and several of their albums have been praised as some of the best hip hop albums of their era. Today's featured artist is OutKast. (laughs) Jackson But first, before we get into Outkast, let's go back to April 1994, when their debut album AT Aliens debuted and revisit what else was going on in pop culture. Okay, and hot singles for April 1994. Hmm, okay. So this song here is an artist that I was originally going to devote an entire episode to, but due to recent and disturbing events, that got totally scrapped. Keep in mind, the reason why he's even being considered is because when I made this list, it was back in 2017 and before seeing the TV series Surviving R. Kelly, which details his sordid history with sexual abuse, which I am sure everyone is well aware of. Regardless, this will be the one and only time I will mention him on this podcast. The song was Bump and Grind by R. Kelly, and I used to love it. I mean, who didn't, right? Alas canceled no more R. Kelly so that's it that's it for him done another great hit from April 1994 was all for ones so much in love y'all when I tell you I listened to this like 50 times no 50 times in a row I actually have this group planned for a future episode so let's hope that I get there no stay tuned stay tuned Salt and Peppers, What a Man with In Vogue, covered in episode 29, another hot song from '94. Princess, the most beautiful girl in the world. Okay, this song was cute and everything, but I'm gonna be real with you. When I saw the video, and the woman who actually was featured at the end of it and I guess considered the most beautiful woman in the world. Now, I love that actress. I believe her name was Vanessa Marcel, but if I gotta be real, I was a little bit disappointed that the most beautiful girl in the world was, yes, she was beautiful. Yes, I loved her as an actress. However, I would have chosen differently as a topic for another podcast, not mine, and you can fill in the blanks however you want it, but in my mind, I would have saw it differently. Moving on, and Juice by Snoop Dogg, one of my favorite karaoke songs cause it's one of the few rap songs where I knew all the words, same as my karaoke friend, the late but always great Doc Lumpkins, rest in peace my brother. Another great one from April 1994 was Cantaloupe by US3. Um, I don't really know how to even describe the song. It's like, it's like hip hop, but it had like jazz and it had like, some other crazy samples. It was really unique and probably ahead of its time. I can't even sing it, cause what was the hook? I, I don't even know, but April 94. Okay, moving on to album releases, Nas's Illmatic, considered one of the greatest hip hop records ever recorded including the track, The World Is Yours. Another one was the, obviously All For Ones album, All For One, I mean, obviously. And other events in April 94, Kurt Cobain of the group Nirvana committed suicide on April 8, 1994 of a self-inflicted gunshot. I remember thinking at the time how crazy it was to me to essentially take yourself out when Nirvana was so on the top, but I was too young and not yet knowledgeable enough to know the real effects of depression. You know, in my mind, I'm thinking you got fame, you got money, you're on top of the world, everybody loves you, blah, blah, blah. I just couldn't wrap my head around it again I was in my early teens I really truly just did not understand in my mind I'm thinking well if you have all that you have everything what is there to be depressed about it would take a lot of growth and a lot of maturity and a lot of time for me to understand that there's a darker side to the whole music industry and I can't really get into all of that right here I'm sure there's another podcast on it but now I look at things differently and I think wow you know regardless it was really really tragic and it was really really shocking but i have a better understanding now of the debilitating effects of depression and that was a glimpse back of april 1994 but before we get into the featured artists first let's take a look at the featured song i know you waiting for it i know you excited the feature song of this week is produced as a male response to the hit TLC song, No Scrubs. Released in May 1999, the feature song is by rap group Sporty Thieves, and it's called No Pigeons.
0: <laughs> not <a> franchise, <laughs> not a shot caller, yeah, Sporty Thieves, sporty thieves. Uh-huh. Pigeon is a girl who be walking by My ramped up blue brand new sparkling 5 Her feet hurt so you know she wanna ride But she front like she can't say hi What? Uh-oh Y'all chicks ain't getting out of. Uh-oh Your pussy ain't worth the ramada Uh-oh Anyway, your friend looks hotter Uh-oh Game is something we got a lot of Uh-oh Cause I don't want no pigeon Them be them girls who gets no dumps from me Playing the bar dumb broke where the best friends go In the club. I see this girl like your love though she said thug, but she called me a scrub Scrub to me a joke. Broke freak you lucky I spoke. The song
1: peaked at number 12 on the Billboard Hot 100 at about the same time that TLC's No Scrubs was also on the charts and their music video also featured rapper Eve. It would be their second but final single from their 1999 album Street Cinema. Sporty Thieves is a rap group from Yonkers, New York and comprised of three members, King Kirk aka and Steelberg, (laughs) Big Dubez aka Safecracker, and Marlon Bryant Brando. So the story goes that the song No Pigeons started off being called No Vultures. It was originally written by rapper Mr. Woods and New York-based DJ, DJ Rude. The idea was to create a response to No Scrubs by calling out to the women how the men don't want to deal with the same type of undesirable traits in women that No Scrub calls out in men. The song was recorded and got into the hands of then on air DJ Funkmaster Flex, which immediately got excited about it and thought it would be great for a rap group that he was producing, The Sporty Thieves. Funkmaster Flex then contacted Mr. Woods about re-recording the song, but changing the name to No Pigeons. It was a unanimous vote that was taken to rename the song, thinking that vultures might not be perceived as well and pigeons might be more commercially successful. And so the song was re-recorded with lyrics talking about what they considered undesirable women, such as women with hair weaves, more than one baby daddy, living on public assistance, stripping, or just having poor personal hygiene. Sporty Thieves made a name for themselves for their lyrical skill and had another single called Cheapskate. They also released another song that would be a rebuttal to the Destiny Child song, Bills, 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 but this was called Can't Pay Your Bills. (laughs) I don't think I remember that one, but maybe I'll look it up. The group contributed to Hip Hop Respect, a compilation put together by Mos Def and Talib Kweli. It looks like Sporty Thieves recorded upwards of six different albums, though none would have the success of the No Pigeons single. Sadly, one member, Marlon Bryant Brando, was struck by a car and killed at the age of 22. Even worse as the driver was driving drunk and swerved onto the sidewalk where Marlon was walking. Sporty Thieves continued on as a duo, and by the looks of their website, it appears they are still recording at least up until 2021 very cool for them and that you guys was our featured song but on to the main event the featured artist on february 1st 1975 antoine andre Patton was born in savannah georgia where he would spend half of his childhood before moving to atlanta with his aunt renee he attended the Performing arts magnet school tri-cities high school Andre Lauren Benjamin was born the same year on May 27, 1975, the only child in his family and would attend many schools in the area until he also ended up at Tri-Cities High. The story goes that the two met at the Lenox Square shopping mall when they were just 16. Their mutual interest in rap brought them together as they began participating in rap battles in the school cafeteria and then writing their own raps. They stood out from the student body as they liked to dress in more preppy clothes and admittedly had a wild streak. They bonded on their interest in A Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, and the brand Nubians, but also 70s funk such as George Clinton and Sly in The Family Stone. Once they decided to team up as a rap duo, they first went with the name Two Shades Deep, but turned out the name was already taken. They then tried the misfits, but again, the name was being used. Finally, it was when they looked up the word misfit in the dictionary and found a list of synonyms that they stumbled upon the word outcast. Bingo. But they decided to spell it with a K like it's phonetic spelling. Antoine chose the stage moniker Big Boy and Andre became Andre 3000. The newly formed Outcast was soon creating mixtapes and looking to get into music professionally when they met the Atlanta-based produced team Organized Noise, the same team that worked with TLC on their hit song Waterfalls. Outcast with Organized Noise and their other schoolmates, Goody Mob, formed a hip-hop family they called the Dungeon Family. Shortly after, OutKast was signed to LaFace Records, becoming the first hip-hop act at the label and making their debut on TLC's remixed version of What About Your Friends. Oh snap, I did not even know that. Their first single was released during the holiday season 1993 and that was Players Ball. Let's go. Yo, I wasn't sure, but I do remember this oldie. The song did well, and with the help of the 70s funk sound, it reached number one, where it stayed for six weeks. It would be the first single from their debut album, Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music, which was released in April, 1994. The album would have two more singles. The next one up, the title track, was released a few months later in July, 94. So this one didn't do as well as Player's Ball peaking at number 74 on the Hot 100, which is kind of sad cuz I think it actually has a nicer sound, but it's all good. We got so much more coming, y'all. The third and final single from this album out in October of the same year was Get Up Get Out with Goody Mob. We got to get, up, get out and get something. Don't let
0: the days of your life pass by you need to get up get out and get something don't spend all your time trying to get high nigga you need to get up get out and get something how will you make it if you never even try you need to get up get out and get something cause you and i got to do for you and i Get up, stand up, so we'll say it,
1: the song was about what happens when you don't do anything about fixing your life's circumstances and it was also featured on the soundtrack for the 2006 movie ATL, which also featured Big Boy. Quick trivia, the song was also referenced very quickly in the Jay-Z song Can I Get A uh, in a Mills verse. This one reached number 59 on the R&B Hip Hop Songs chart. The Southern player listed Cadillac Music Album charted at number 20, and many of the songs were written while outcasts were still teens, and their vision was to address coming-of-age issues. With the use of soul and funk musical elements, this album helped establish the South as a credible hip-hop source, and many music critics today believe it to be a very important album release in putting Atlanta on the hip-hop map. In August 1997, the second album by Outkast was released, this one titled AT Aliens, and it debuted at number two on the Billboard 200. This sound from this one was a bit different with experiments in a more space-age sound and with the members of Outkast trying their hands and producing. The album did spawn three singles. The first dropped in July 1996 with Elevators slash Me and You, your mama and your cousin too. I
0: me. Mean, Around and this you, huge Yo mama and your cousin too. open down the strip on bo. Scrumin' up, slamming and let go. Me and you, your mama and your cousin too. open down the strip on fo.
1: coming up, slamming and let go.
0: Back in the day when I was younger Hunger looking to fill me belly with that Rallis Bullshit
1: The song reached number 12 on the Hot 100 But hit number 1 on the Hot Rap Tracks chart Released the following month in August 1996 Is the title track, A.T. Aliens
0: and if like fishing and all pimp shit, Everybody let me you say oh, yeah, yeah
1: the ringer ranked this song number three on their list of the 50 greatest outcast songs and the track is considered by music critics as one of their best it peaked at number 35 on the billboard hot 100 and the last single from this album is the song Jazzy Bell.
0: Oh yes, I love her like Egyptian. On that description, my royal highness. So many pluses when I bust that that can't be no modest. Went from yelling crickets and crows, bitches and hoes between things. Over the years I've been up on my toes, and yes, I sing things like Hero. Shit, why because them folks might think you soft talking like that? Man, fuck them niggas. I'm going off and coming white right back like boomerangs when you thorn. With these old ghetto poems, think it is better form When they can let they throw 'em. Down from hitchhiking and biting niggas into the temple, they call the body. Now everybody got it, had it, talked about
1: it amongst the This song was released as a remix and peaked at number 52 on the Billboard Hot 100. This would be the only song from the album produced by Organized Noise and it mentions Tupac in a verse. Rapper Ludacris also mentioned trying to sneak into the video shoot but was escorted out. And apparently there was some drama about this song. Big Boy reportedly was not happy about the production, but went along with it because Andre 3000 was so enthused about it. They had an argument about it, and it was later revealed in an interview by Big Boy that Andre bribed him with cash over it. This was a part of a discussion where Big Boy was describing what he called Andre's weirdness. Overall, AT Aliens did well, selling 350,000 copies its first week and went on to sell two times platinum. Outcasts and producers experimented with new sounds, incorporating dub sounds and some gospel. Many critics called the album one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. It was during the time of the ATLEN album that the twosome began building more confidence and changed up their style, abandoning their usual cornrow hairstyles in favor of more natural hair, and some big changes in their personal lives. Andre 3000 became a vegetarian, stopped smoking marijuana, and adopted a more eccentric fashion sense, which between you and me, I loved, and it really caught my attention. And Big Boy's then girlfriend gave birth to their first child. In September 1998, Outkast released their third studio album, Aquamini, producing more of the material themselves. This time they worked with new sounds, including soul, electro, and funk. The title is a mesh between the duo's astrological signs. Big Boy is an Aquarius and Andre a Gemini, and it's indicative of their two very differing personalities. The album will have three official singles. The first one out is Skew It on the Barbie.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <inaudible> Old school pegas to yeah. new school uh-huh. booths. Uh-huh. Cars keep it jumping like can't the booths. But stupid on the bar, they won't try to uh-huh. lose. They so got me goddamn it, they can uh-huh. change the booths. Uh-huh. Old school pegas to uh-huh. new school uh-huh. booths. Uh-huh. Cars keep it jumping like can't the booths. But stupid on the bar, they uh-huh. won't try to lose. They got me goddamn it denominator the nigga numerator never know who hate. the niggas cater to your ego I'm sorry like atari who's because into calico fish and Puerto Rico, back on the street like Kikovar and got a lack in the garage Few parts tipppping there I declare oh my lord one at Clark when it's filming both know each other and it's cool you can tell when
1: this song failed to chart on the hot 100 and I can say I don't recall this one at all but it's all good because their second single from their album out in March 1999 would be a much bigger hit and that was a song, Rosa Parks.
0: the 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 type of people the Many a day has passed, the night has gone by. I find the time to put that bomb off in your eye. Total chaos for these playoffs. so we was ants and we're taking another route to represent the dungeon family. Like great Day. Me and my nigga, the time to take the back way. We stab in every city, then we headed to that back cave. ATL, Georgia, what do we do? Fall, yeah. Bulldoggin' hoes like them Georgetown. Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh, baby, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, baby, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yep. <laughs> that one right here, this one right here. This one would end up being the hottest song from that album, reaching number 55 on the Hot 100, number 19 on the High R&B Hip Hop Songs chart, and number 4 on the Rhythmic Top 40. Cause that song ain't got nothing but rhythm right there. Nothing but num. This is all hooks. This song was hot. It was widely considered one of Outkast's best and most memorable songs, but not everyone loved it, unfortunately. Miss Rosa Parks herself was not thrilled to have her name used as the title and actually sued Outkast for misappropriation of her name. According to their Wikipedia page, Outkast argued that there was, quote, Insufficient artistic connection between the song's title, which appropriated her name, and its content because the song's lyrics did not reference Parks biographical, metaphysical, or symbolically. End quote. Ms. Parks also had issue with the vulgar lyrics, however, the initial lawsuit was thrown out by the courts. But Ms. Parks and her lawyer, Johnny Cochran, appealed. That appeal was denied. In 2003, the Supreme Court allowed the lawsuit to proceed. The suit was finally settled in April 2005, and Outkast and their producers paid Rosa Parks an undisclosed cash settlement. Ms. Parks died about six months later. The song is widely regarded as one of their best, and The Guardian ranked it number two on their list of the 20 greatest Outkast songs. And the third and final single from the Aqua Mini album out in May 1999 is The Art of Storytelling Part 1.
0: It's like that now. You better go get the hump about your back now. It's about in my leg now. Just shoot, came in the form of story now. It's like that now. It's like that now. Now, since so this crew had a partner named Sasha. Sasha. Tumper.
1: Like- this one also failed to chart on the Hot 100, but did hit number 67 on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart. The album Aquamini reflected greater creative control and it featured guest stars such as Erica Badu, George Clinton, and Kwan. It eventually went platinum. All Music's Steve Huey praised the album, calling it, quote, a stroke of brilliance, and also calling it, a virtuoso masterpiece, a landmark hip-hop album of the late 90s, end quote. Soren Baker of the Los Angeles Times also had this to say about Aquamani, calling it, quote, intelligent hip-hop, and commented that musically the collection supplies some of the luscious tracks ever included on a hip-hop record, noting that the music will stimulate the mind, touch the soul, and pack the dance floor, end quote. In October 2000, Outcast dropped their fourth studio album, Stankonia, which would have a more commercial and mainstream sound, which differed from their previously released albums. The album would have three singles, with the first one out in September 2000, and that is BOB Bombs Over Baghdad.
0: Offensive, of silver, back, or anger tank You can't stop a train Who wants up, don't come unprepared I'll leave there, but when I leave there Better be a household name Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain So now we sitting in a drop top soaking wet In a silk suit, trying not to sweat Hit some assaults without the net, But this be the year that we won't forget One nine, nine, nine I don't, I don't need anything go. We be what you want to be do as you, know consequences A given for living defenses Too high to jump in jail Too low to dig You're for cancer, cure for AIDS Make a nigga wanna stay on tour for days Get back home, things are wrong When I really it was bad all along Before you left ass up to a ball of power Thoughts in a thousand miles per hour Hello ghetto, let your brain breathe Believe there's always more
1: you Now you know, me and this beat At 155 beats per minute, this beat is for me, honey, yes! Now, this song was actually banned on some urban radio stations because of the title and the subject matter it was assumed to have, but critics loved it. Nathan Brackett of The Rolling Stone had this to say about it, quote, The Furious B.O.B. is a blast of up-tempo, turn-of-the-century dislocation with electro-breaks and a gospel choir power, music, electric, revival, chants from the choir at the end, sounding like some functified Southern congregation where Chuck D is the preacher and African Bombata is the musical director, end quote. I love that. And Lewis Arp of Sputnik Music said of the song, quote, a drum and bass assault at a frantic pace with perhaps one of the best guitar solos in hip-hop history, end quote. And the duo's, quote, rapid-fire delivery, perhaps the most astonishing thing about this track, end quote. The song peaked at number 69 on the R&B and Hip-Hop Songs chart. And the next single off the Stankonia album, released in October 2000, was a little song they called Miss Jackson.
0: Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. <laughs> Baby mamas, mamas. Yeah, go like this. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. Boys come from her neighborhood to the studio trying to fight me. She need to get up piece an American pie and take her bite out. That's my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out. Let her know her grandchild is a baby and not a paycheck. Private school, daycare she has medical bills, I pay that. I love your mom and everything. See, I ain't no one who lay down. She want to rip you up and start a custody war. My lawyer's
1: stay. bygones be bygones, you're going to get the hell on you and your mama. Sorry, Ms. Jackson. Ooh. So, this song here hit on a topic that I believe many men could relate to as many more kids were growing up with separated parents. It spoke on family relationships, specifically where children are involved but where the parents are no longer together and the drama that ensues. In this song, Outkast is speaking to the baby's mama's mama. This was inspired by Erica Badu's mother, the grandmother of Andre 3000's child. And what did Ms. Wright have to say about this? She loved it. In an interview with Erica Badu, she stated that her mom loved it so much she bought everything. The mug, the headband, she got a Miss Jackson license plate. She was all about it. However, when it came to Badu, she had mixed feelings about the song, stating in a 2016 interview, quote, it hit kind of a sore spot. I didn't want to hear that, especially when I heard Big Boy's verse. When I heard Andre's verse, I felt very good because his verse was really, really inspiring. He just said how he felt and it was his honest feelings and I always respected that and listened to what he felt and appreciated it." End quote. The song Miss Jackson would hit number one in Germany, Norway, Sweden, and the Netherlands and number one on several charts in the U.S. It would go on to win Outkast a Grammy Award for Best Rap Performance by Duo or Group. And the last single from the Stankonia album released on March 2001 is So Fresh and So Clean Clean, So Fresh, So Clean. This song featured uncredited vocals from singer songwriter Sleepy Brown and was produced by Organized Noise. It peaked at number 30 on the Hot 100 and became another regular phrase I say when I feel the need to articulate how fresh and clean I'm feeling. The song also features a pretty prominent sample by Joe Simon called Before the Night is Over. Right. So, so fresh, so clean. Sold over 1 million in sales and streaming units in the U.S. Originally titled Sandbox, the Stankonia album was the album that showcased the biggest change to date in the duo's taste, but was also met with much critical praise. It won the Grammy for Best Rap Album and was nominated for Album of the Year. Staconia also made many best of lists. Time Magazine named the album one of the best 100 albums of all time in 2006. And in 2015, media company Mike stated that Stakonia helped hip hop build its foundation in the mainstream. Along adding with the irresistible quotable hit singles, the deep cuts are still some of the most rewarding experimental hip hop around. That was a direct quote. The album influenced many, including Janelle Monae, during the making of her ARC Android album. And the song B.O.B. became popular among U.S. troops during the war in Afghanistan. Stankonia would go on to sell five times platinum. And in October 2020, the 20th anniversary of its release was issued with unreleased remixes. In December 2001, OutKast released a greatest hits album titled Big Boy and Dre Present outcasts the album contained three new tracks and one was the single the whole world here we go The whole world won the Grammy for Best R&B Performance by Duo or Group at the 2001 Ceremony. It also featured Killer Mike. For their next album, Outkast spent over two years working on, but this time they tried something completely different. They recorded two albums, one by each, but packaged as one release. The album is Speakerbox slash The Love Below. With Speaker Box being Big Boy's album, which featured mainly Funk and Dirty South, while the Love Below was Andre 3000s, which featured more RB, jazz, electronic music, and hip hop. And both members did still co produce a few tracks for the other's albums. The album would spawn four singles. The first one out in August 2003 was Hey Ya. One, two, three, uh,
0: my baby don't mess around because me she loves.
1: It like a Polaroid picture. Hey, yeah, uh, shake it, Mm-mm. shake it, uh-oh. Uh, Beyonce's and Lucy Drews and Charlie D. Shake it, shake it, ciao. This okay. <laughs> Talk about changing things up. I remember seeing this video, and one, I was kind of confused because I wasn't sure if this was a real song, and two, I was so captivated by it. The video, y'all, the video. First off, I'm sure this caught everybody's eye because I remember being so glued to the screen. Everything about it was so original and just fun. So the video is based off of the very famous American debut of the group The Beatles and when they made their first appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show back in the 60s. It's famous because it was known to start the U.S. Beatlemania. So Andre 3000 decided to use that based on the sound of Hey Ya. Andre was shot several times and from different angles to portray the different members of the band. For me, this was just pure genius. So check this out. He actually names each member of the fictional band The Love Below. The keyboardist was Benjamin Andre. The bassist Possum Aloysius Jenkins. The vocalist is Andre Ice Cold 3000. The drummer was Dookie Blossom Gang the 3rd, that's what I said. Three backing vocalists are the Love Haters and the guitarist is Johnny Vulture. And apparently Andre spent most of his energy dancing crazy as ice cold that by the time they did Johnny Vulture scenes he was so tired he just had to just sit there. (laughs) The video topped the countdown on MTV's Total Request Live for 19 days and was finally retired after spending 50 days on the show. Hey Ya then went on to win four MTV Video Awards that year, including Video of the Year, Best Hip Hop Video, and Best Art Direction. No surprise, the song was a commercial success, reaching number one in the US, Australia, Canada, Norway, Sweden, and the Czech Republic. It also sold multi platinum. Hey Ya received critical acclaim upon its release and is consistently ranked one of the greatest songs of the 2000s. The second single from the album was The Way You Move.
0: Hands on the back But I know y'all wanted that 808 Can you feel that BASS B-A-S-S-B But I know y'all wanted that 808 Can you feel that bass like the way you move I like the way
1: This one was the first single off the Speaker Box half of the album as Hey Ya was from The Love Below and it hit number 1 on the Hot 100 becoming Outkast's third number 1 hit. Once again Sleepy Brown provided vocals for this one. The third single out from the album was Roses. Geo, out coming up short. Uh, uh. Love this song and the video. So this video was supposed to be inspired by the musical West Side Story and Grease. And it features Andre 3000 as a high school jock performing in a school talent show as The Love Below. They are singing and mocking Caroline for dissing Big Boy. It's a lot more to it and has a similar throwback 60s feel that Hey you has, and it's just fun to watch. The video also featured Paula Abdul, Cat Williams, and Farnsworth Bentley. Now that's a name I haven't heard in a minute, y'all. Y'all remember Farnsworth? <laughs> Roses was more popular in the UK than the US and reached number nine on the Hot 100. And the last single from Speaker Box The Love Below was... Ghetto Music slash Prototype. This is actually a double single with Ghetto Music being a very fast up-tempo song from Speakerbox, and Prototype being the sleepy, sexy love jam from The Love Below. I personally love both songs, but neither performed well in the US. Now, before I wrap up Speaker Box, The Love Below, I do need to mention one more single that was not an official release, but is still a personal favorite of mine, and that is, Happy Valentine's Day
0: My name is Cupid Valentino The Martin Day of Cupid And I just wanna say one thing Happy Valentine's Day Everyday the 14 I don't think y'all hurt man I just wanna say Happy Valentine's Day Every day the 14 Can y'all dig that when arrows don't penetrate.
1: Every day the 14th. For those who don't know, my birthday just happens to land on, yep, you guessed it, Valentine's Day. Every day the 14th. So every year I rock this song for my badass self. No other info on it besides the fact that it's dope. Speaker Box The Love Below was another great success for the rap duo with lots of critical acclaim. AllMusic, Stephen, Thomas, Earlwine called both albums, quote, visionary, imaginative listens, providing some of the best music of 2003, regardless of genre, end quote. Andy Gill of The Independent said that the album is, quote, a new benchmark, not just for hip hop, but for pop in general featuring so many musical tributaries coursing into both Big Boy's progressive rap pyrotechnics and Dre's funky jazz love odyssey, that their old tag of psychedelic hip-hop soul starts to look restrictive," end quote. And Slant Magazine's Sal Sinkmani wrote of the album, that it's, quote, greater than the sum of its parts, and this kind of expertly crafted pop and deftly executed funk rarely happened at the same time, not since Stanconia, at least, end quote. The album sold 230,000 copies its first week, and would spend seven weeks at number one, and would eventually go 11 times platinum, take that in. The album also won Album of the Year and Best Rap Album at the 46th Grammys. But of course, this would be Outkast's biggest selling album today. For their next project, Outkast began working on a film project set during the Prohibition era, but with a hip-hop slant to it. It was a musical called Idlewild. Released in 2006 after being delayed, Big Boy wanted it to be clear that the soundtrack was an outcast album and not an album with a host of different artists. The album would also have yet another different sound, but this time to accompany the film with jazz, blues, soul, and swing music. The Idlewild album would release five official singles including The Train, Hollywood Divorce, and Wild Blue, but the first single was a song called The Mighty O. The Mighty O featured a sample of the Cab Calloway song, Minnie the Moocher. This one would peak at number 77 on the Hot 100, and I have to admit, I had not heard of this song before. Another single from the album, Morris Brown, featured Janelle Monet and Sleepy Brown, and the Morris Brown College marching Wolverines. This song, however, performed even worse, peaking at number 95 on the Hot 100. While the Idlewild album did not go platinum, it did not perform anywhere near as well as its last release. Critics were mixed, but the album was still praised on its unconventional musical style and thematic structure. Sadly, the film didn't fare much better either. It grossed just $12 million from a $10 million budget, and reviews were very mixed. Frank Lavis for Film Journal International wrote that the movie, quote, Seemingly meant as an African-American Moulin Rouge, this visual blast of an homage to classic Hollywood musicals settles in an odd hybrid, neither fish nor fowl, nor fowl either, though not great, and ultimately more idle than wild, end quote. Well, damn. It also had a 47% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. After this time, OutKast went on hiatus, and both members focused on solo projects. In July 2010, Big Boy released his debut solo album, Sir Luscious Leftfoot, the son of Chico Dusty. This album was rooted in Southern hip-hop and the title was based on a long-term nickname of Big Boy's, which also reflected his growth as a musician. The album had two singles, Shutterbug and a song called Follow Us. The album sold 62,000 copies its first week before selling 175,000 copies. Critics had good things to say about the album regardless of its sales. In December 2012, Big Boy dropped a follow-up solo album titled Vicious Lies and Dangerous Rumors. The first single, Mama Told Me, featured singer Kelly Rowland on the vocals, and the album featured other guests including Ludacris, T.I., Killer Mike, ASAP Rocky, and Fantagram. The album got over 100,000 listens on Soundcloud and was met with good reception. After taking a hiatus, Andre 3000 returned to hip-hop, appearing on various singles for various artists such as Jay-Z, Fonzworth Bentley, Devin the Dude, and John Legend. In 2012, he was cast to portray the late Jimi Hendrix in the biopic titled Jimmy, All Is By My Side. I have never seen this movie, but would love to find a copy. Making note of that. In 2014, OutKast reunited for the Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival, and after this continued to perform for numerous festivals, which all sold out as soon as it was mentioned that OutKast would be performing. OutKast performed their final show together at the Voodoo Music Experience in October 2014 in New Orleans. Soon after, they went back on an indefinite hiatus. So, what to say about the legacy of Outkast? I feel like Outkast is one of those rap acts that everyone likes. People from all walks of life and ages can find some songs that they personally love. No question, they are definitely one of the most successful hip-hop acts of all time, having won six Grammy Awards and having sold over 20 million records. Rolling Stone ranked them number seven on its list of 20 greatest duos of all time. One of the greatest features of the duo is their duality and how they both bring something of a unique voice and style to their music. Big Boy would bring the more conventional Southern hip hop while Andre 3000 would try different genres, styles and themes, but both would still keep their Southern accents and roots. They have been praised for shying away from the more typical misogynistic lyrics that 90s hip hop was more popular for and also discussing the status of Southern women. As of 2022, there's no word on a reunion or any new music, but I have a feeling we have not heard the last of them as a duo and also independently, and I will be looking out for that. But that does it for me and this episode. Hit me up on social media and let me know if you're still out there. Until the next time, y'all, see you later.
0: Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to Word to the Mother. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Twitter.
1: Until the next episode, we out.